Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah. Now, let's break some bones. Good morning. Breaking Bones is on the air Sunday. You hope you get back in the win column today. That's for sure. Your Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Cleveland Browns. We are the kickoff show to the kickoff show as I go Joe Big Voice. Joe C. from XL Primetime, noon to three weekdays, and Dr. George Barry. We call it Breaking Bones. We like to talk sports injuries, Geo. Beautiful morning, bro. How are you? Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm still trying to come back from Monday Night Football loss, which absolutely sucked. And not only was it a Monday Night Monday Night loss, it was a mash unit that came out of it. Oh my gosh, it was the worst possible scenario. So first of all, everyone got injured, and then we lost. Yeah. Right. And so now, not only do we have these injuries that we're going to miss people for yeah. the next crucial games. We lost a one-game buffer that we had. You know, we had two-game buffer, but now we lost a game. Sure. So the the buffer is now smaller, right? And now you have backup units coming yeah, in. Yeah, because you got two AFC South teams that are seven and five. So technically, yeah. they're just a game behind you. But you've swept the Colts, so you obviously have a leg up on them. But you've split with Houston, and so yeah, you you have that game advantage, but you don't necessarily have a full game advantage. So we'll see how it goes. But they've got Cleveland, and we don't know who's starting at quarterback. We're going to get into all that, and we're going to talk about what's you know the remaining games. But let's you and I focus on sports injuries and the ones that came out of Monday night. So, Doctor George Bari, BariOrthopedics.com, fellowship trained under the renowned Doctor James Andrews. If you've got a sports injury question, an ache or pain, shoulder, hip, knee, wrist, it really doesn't matter. You can hit us on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures at six four one ten ten. Just describe it. Free medical advice from Gio. He will definitely help you. So let's talk about Trevor first because when when Trevor went down with that injury Monday night and we saw Walker Little basically get blocked right, driven right back into him, okay? Left tackle, he has a hamstring injury occur. He loses his power. He gets driven right back into the quarterback. Quarterback's leg folds over in yeah. the worst of ways. What were you thinking? Um, I thought maybe he had broke it. For yeah. a second, yeah. Well, I thought that when he went to stand up, and then went right back down and took his helmet and slammed it, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Exactly. And then someone had mentioned an Achilles injury. I got a couple texts saying, "I don't know if I don't know somewhere mm-hmm. someone said." I think Twitter was blown up saying Achilles injury. Was it Matt Hayes? <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't look like a normal. You know, that's not how you hurt your Achilles in in that position, at least. Right. And then came back. Extras were negative, which was good. Um, I'm glad he didn't break it on the on the walk, the one mile walk he had on the way to the <laughs> locker room. Boy, did that catch fire on social media, did it not? Dude, that was. Uh, I mean, a lot of people gave us heat, even though we had a cart there. Okay, so here's what's kind of funny, and let's just tell everybody in case they don't know. If you're a 1010 XLer, you probably know what we're talking about. But basically, he goes down with injury. They end up walking him off. Trey Hendrickson. The pass rusher on the Bengals side, he even got flack from Bengals Nation up there for helping, helping him Trevor up. Lawrence. Yeah. Out. I mean, this this <laughs> is where we are in our world. Okay, I just wrecked this guy's game, potentially knocking him out for however many weeks, and it's not okay for me to pick him up. Uh, it's just classic. But anyway, I think it was Colin Cowherd, somebody 
decides to just rail on some a hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> decides to rail on Duval for not having a cart to get their player off the field. Then you got a kick out of it because Trevor Lawrence did say because he basically wanted to walk. Yeah. Off. <laughs> so the quote was, "I decided to walk off because I didn't think it was that far." And then I got in the tunnel and I realized, oh man, this is pretty far, <laughs> <laughs> which is just beautiful. Uh, but yeah, we have carts um, unless. We're gonna go off. We're gonna go off the rails here, unless uh, the dude who was embezzling money from the Jaguars took that money and said, "We don't need any carts. Yeah, we don't need any stinking carts." That's, maybe that's why we couldn't afford one. Did you see this story? I uh, saw. Yeah, I saw it last night. Someone sent it to me. Yeah, because I, I, all right, wild story. Let's just tell you real quick. Former Jaguars employee uh, Amit Patel alleged to have stolen over twenty-two million from the team over the past five years, exploiting the organization's virtual credit card program. Uh, look, everyone's trying to figure yeah. out. Uh, a scheme, a get-rich-quick He, he bought a watch for $95,000. I know you like looking at collectible watches. That's a pricey one right there, bro. <laughs> That's insane. $95,000. And he, so he bought a condo, uh, two cars, cryptocurrency, online betting. And at one article someone sent me said something about a private plane. So it's... Um, yeah, pretty extensive. <laughs> and what's classic is that he was brought in to help the Jaguars handle their finances. Do you think it was one of those things like office, what is it, office space? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, where they stole like a quarter of a penny yeah. on every transaction, thinking they'll get a couple thousand dollars. It turned out to be like you know some crazy amount. Yeah, it, it's and this is another thing. Pay attention to your billing statements because too many people see it and they go, ah, I don't want to deal with it right now. And like you said, it's just yeah. It's adding a little something that no one else is aware of right? because you're not paying attention. And the joke was going around earlier this week is that a former Jaguars employee has been accused of using the team's uh, credit card program for $22 million, and it was not Urban Meyer. It was not (laughs) Herb. But it's just what in the world? You know, there are get-rich-quick schemes out there everywhere. You know that as well as I do. You know, look, how much— You're going to get caught. How much money do you think they put like the players' salaries on the credit card? So like if, I mean, I mean, just how big is this statement where you don't realize a couple million here and there, right? That's I don't just know. that's just uh, what's what's a couple of decimal points amongst friends? Yeah, it's like, and they're, he's like, this is foolproof. They're never gonna find well, out. He went for four years, twenty nineteen yeah. until now, and I guess the FBI was on it. Yeah. So I don't know how long they were investigating it for, but. He did it for four years. All right. So if you have any uh, any intel on that, uh, hit us six four one ten ten. But back to Trevor's injury. Like you said, you saw all right, you saw the knee fold up. You saw the ankle fold up. So you saw several different things happen. And then when it when it comes out, and Doug Peterson, his quote earlier this week, which it, it, I was amazed when Trevor walked out without a boot on. Uh, Mia made the point. She'll be part of the kickoff show coming up in just a little bit. Uh, Mia O'Brien and Hayes Carline with the uh, famous Quick Lube kickoff show presented by Gatorade, Fast Twitch, and Clearwater Irrigation. But Trevor talked, and then Doug Peterson says, I, I, basically, I think just because where it is in the ankle, it's it's not it's necessarily something that surgery would be warranted at this time. He's not had discussions about that, and so basically, he's saying surgery is not necessary. Uh, he's going to try and play on it. And it's a pain tolerance thing. Now, this is what Doug said. As a player, the tolerance they can withstand with any injury, if the player is not in any harm or could risk further damage to the area, then you have to consider putting the player back out on the field. What do you think? Um, here's, a, here's a couple of thoughts. When we talked about it on Wednesday, mm-hmm. 
we were talking about high ankle sprain. Yeah. And that's what they all discussed. And then I think later on that day or Thursday morning, I don't remember, um, the press conference came out and Trevor Lawrence walked out with like nothing. Right. No boot, no anything. And then if you realize Peterson didn't even mention high ankle sprain, right? He, he didn't, the words didn't come out. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's even actually a high ankle sprain. Yeah. And, and I want you to explain this a little bit because you're talking about an area, as you've described, we've talked about on the show a bunch. There is a lot going on in yeah. that area. Ligaments, tendons, muscle, bone, everything, joints. There, there's two options in my head. It is a high ankle sprain, and Trevor Lawrence just wants to not put a boot on so he can show that he's feeling great. Mm-hmm. Or it's not a high ankle sprain, and we're just throw out the word high ankle sprain, you know. We do loosely because, toss that around. You know, it's easy to say, and it's somewhere around the ankle, and that's where it's hurting, so let's just mention it. Um, but it's interesting because usually a, a high ankle sprain, you're wearing a boot. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably not going to play in a week most of the time. Right. And especially in my opinion, in a team that really needs these wins, I don't know if I'd sacrifice one game and risk being injured for multiple more games right. as opposed to just resting for another week and then finishing off the rest of the season, right? So I don't know that answer. But, you know, the, the high, high angles, your syndesmosis between the tibia and the fibula, we talk about this. There's about four of them, that ligaments that attach it. And basically they give you the stability of that, of one of the parts of the stability of the ankle and prevent those two bones from splaying or from spreading. So when they get injured, th- there's a problem there, right? And uh, you can see it on x-ray. Sometimes uh, you don't see it on x-ray. You have to get an MRI. Uh, you can get stress x-rays in the office to find out. But in the end, the fact that they're saying he doesn't need surgery makes me think of two things. One, it's not a high ankle sprain. And two, if it is a high ankle sprain, maybe only one of the four ligaments are injured mm-hmm. or, or, or torn. Or maybe they're not even fully torn. They're just partially torn. So they're still attached, um, okay. which is a good sign. So the fact that they said there's no surgery, at this point it doesn't matter what the injury is, right? That, that's a great sign. Yeah, you better believe it. And that's honestly what you're looking for more than anything else, and you hope that that's ultimately the way it plays out. All right, let's get to the other guy, because there's multiple guys, like you said. There was I got a, a, guy. a laundry list of injuries. I got a guy. Uh, Walker Little with the hamstring. But before we get to him, let's get to Christian Kirk, who we know will not play uh, and, and is looking at a core muscle injury or a core injury that will require surgery. They were looking at the possibility of second opinion, so on and so forth. But when you say core muscle injury, Doc, there's a lot of things that can ultimately uh, happen, right? We're talking about a number of different things from the groin all the way right. up to the abdominal. Right, groin to the abdominal. And unfortunately, you know, look, that that's a freak injury. He was running. How many times do receivers run around, turn, they turn to catch on their back shoulder or whatever, yeah. right? I mean, he was doing the same thing. And there it goes. It just tore Unfortunately, freak accident. He's going to need a surgery, you know, six to eight weeks to come back. But it is the groin uh, area with the lower abdominal area, right around kind of your your, your, your pubic bone. Mm-hmm. And um, it's obviously for him, it's torn off. And I know he went to get a, couple, a second opinion uh, uh, about it. And they mentioned, I think both physicians that he saw mentioned he needed a surgery, which is unfortunate. But usually these people do well after core injury. It's not like, you know, Season altering. I mean, let me say it's uh, career altering. Right. 
and a six to eight weeks comeback is, is not bad. The only problem right now is we're near the end of the season. Sure. Uh, if this happened in the first game, we'd be talking about him coming back, you know, on the second half. Uh, but hopefully he can come back. I, I was saying when we make the playoffs, right, right now I, I have a little bit, a couple doubts if uh, we can finish strong. And, and I mean, the, you know, Texans and the Colts look, are looking great. But, yeah, hopefully we go to the playoffs and, and he'll come back. All right. Now, we had a couple of people text on, on the text line during your uh, appearance uh, talking about, and one of them just straight out said torsion surgery. And that was a question mark. Torsion surgery? Yeah. And then we've had all sorts of others, like, and I don't know where half of these things come from, just as far as the information chain, uh, how reliable it is. But here's one headline as an example. Did NFL star Christian Kirk really suffer testicular torsion on the field? Experts uh, verdict on Twitter's theory about the Jaguars player mysterious groin injury. (laughs) So at least give us an idea. All right. Uh, So testicular torsion is when a testicle twists mm-hmm. inside, right? And what that does is cuts off the blood, bl- the blood supply because mm-hmm. right? all the cords are now twisted. It's like kinking a cord, right? Uh, like a, you take a water hose and you twist it, and it's going to stop the flow. Gotcha, right? That is a surgical emergency, okay? You have to go back and untwist it to get that blood flow unless you want to lose it. Right, and okay. so just to at least interject here, that would have had to have, have happened yes. immediately. yes. He would have gone straight to the ER, would have had surgery. So the fact that the next day they said, oh, he's going to get a second opinion, yeah. um, there, there's no testicular torsion. I know when it first happened, um, people were mentioning it. There was stuff everywhere. You know, so here's his quote. <laughs> so, uh, appreciate all the love and prayers from everyone. Uh, Duval, I love y'all, and I'll be back better than ever in no time. Go Jags. That's what he put on social media. Uh, and so, I mean, look, if it would have made him faster like Lance Armstrong, I would maybe have rather have had that injury yeah. than, a, than a core injury. Yeah, Lance did a lot in the uh, testicular area, uh, shall we say. All right, so uh, you're, you're talking about Christian Kirk. You don't know how long he's going to be out. There is a maybe a, a remote possibility with, uh, what do we have, Geo? Five games left. You know, they basically play the Browns, Ravens, Bucks, Panthers, Texans, which means you potentially could have six weeks before you have a playoff game. If you're lucky enough to get to that number one seed, you would even have seven weeks. So who knows whether or not he could come back. Yeah. Um, You know, first of all, I don't know if it's more of an ego hit, right? Right. Because, you know. Yeah, right. yeah. He stepped on mm-hmm. our, our boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, if I were him, I'd pretend I was hurt too. Mm-hmm. But um, now we have a backup of a backup that's going to play potentially, right? And so I know that earlier you had mentioned, do you want Trevor Lawrence to play injured when now you're on your third guy in that position? Yeah, because we've gone from Cam Robinson. Four-game suspension, Walker Little was the starter, Cam comes back, he starts, Walker goes inside, Walker gets hurt basically 11 plays in playing left guard, he does come back, I think what were we talking about, uh, Gio, at that time, maybe an MCL sprain, something like that. So anyway, he comes back, and then Cam gets hurt, and this was during uh, the Houston Texans game, so we're going back a couple of games ago, Walker has to go over and play left tackle. They bring Ezra Cleveland in, which was another guy they had just gotten. And and then, lo and behold, Walker gets hurt 
again uh, with the hamstring. And like you said, if he's being driven back into the quarterback, um, you might want to kind of come up with an injury. But it did look like <laughs> yeah. he had lost. And Leon Cersei, our, our all-pro tackle on XL Primetime, talked about it er, uh, earlier in the week that you could tell that he just lost power. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, it's one of those things we always talk about. It, it just it lingers, and we don't know how long it takes to come back. It could be a week. It could be four weeks. So just have to wait and see. I, I Look, I really – I'm worried uh, for Trevor Lawrence to play, especially now that we have – you know, you're on your third third guy in that position. Right. And you have a quarterback who's injured, um, who's going to be way less mobile. Our running game hasn't been the greatest, mm-hmm. uh, and so you're probably going to rely on their running game more because you don't want him to hold the ball so so he doesn't have to scramble or get sacked again. So there's a lot of things coming into play, and um, you know, obviously we're, we don't make the decisions here, but uh, it's something to think about. By the way, you're going up against a Cleveland Browns team that creates a hell of a lot of pressure. Right. From the Russian, uh, Miles Garrett. Ever heard of him? You know, <laughs> there's a lot of good guys up there. They and the Baltimore Ravens are like one, two in in numbers of sacks and pressure in the quarterbacks statistically in the National Football League. Those are the two teams Jacksonville will face today and next Sunday night under the lights back here in Duval. So it it, it is not going to be easy, and we'll see if they can hang so, on. So I didn't go to the game. My wife went. I had I had work very early in the morning, so mm-hmm. I stayed home with, with the little one. But, uh, you know, I always complain about the traffic. It took her an hour and a half to get home. Mm-hmm. And then I saw former Mayor Lenny Curry said, this is a disaster. Something has to be changed. The traffic from this game is horrendous. You think? I said that all year. But, you know, to be honest, it's only been this year. The years before has been acceptable. Yeah. You know, but this year has been a complete disaster in the traffic. Right. And I heard JSO's changed routes. Well, that experiment has Figure completely failed. You know what we're going to have to do? I guarantee you, I, I, I at least have someone that we can reach out to and get some answers. You know a guy? Our DOT man, Hampton. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. We need to get on Hampton. You think he'll know? A call sheet. And, and we, need to, we need some answers. I think maybe we will bring him in next Sunday before the Sunday night game. You think I should get Deal? him? You think I, I have to ask him if he's available. Because... The last time we brought Hampton in was when one guy got loose on I-95 with the yellow paint. <laughs> with the yellow paint. <laughs> he just made, made his own yeah, lines you're right. up and down 95. And, and uh, Hampton is a, is a buddy of Geo's. And, and so you brought him in to give us an idea of what's going on. But he might be the guy. But anyway, they have got to figure it out. They, they jam things up just – how about this? They built an, a, a ramp that you can actually drive on uh-huh. to go down to the stadium area. Have you heard of this? They actually built this beautiful ramp that you can use Monday through Saturday. But then game day, they decide that they're not going to let you use it. Why? Because they want to make sure that you have the right pass to go into that area to park because they don't want to congest anything. Well, guess what? You're congesting everything because you have a road that you won't let anybody hardly use. It's hard, dude. It is my so it took my wife an hour and a half to get home um, from the stadium. It was complete disaster, right? I mean, the whole thing is 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 a cluster this year. And I know that you had to drive. Oh yeah, to uh, what's it called to the Aug. Yeah. yeah. Oh, believe me, it, it, it's it's nuts. It, it really is. Yeah. Speaking of real fast, I just wanted to bring this up. Did you? I just heard about this. Mm-hmm. We talked about testicular torsion and Lance mm-hmm. Armstrong. But recently, it's funny that you said that because last week someone told me, and I just looked at some articles. Apparently, right. this is an old thing. 
Did you know that there's controversy over him having a motor on his bike? I never heard that. I didn't hear about it either. And then someone told me. And then sure enough, every time he gets speed and passes somebody, he reaches his arm down and kind of waves it past the bottom of his bike. And so people say he's flicking a motor on because every time all of a sudden he gets his burst of speed. Yeah. He does that. I, I, I Look, there have been so many, however you want to call it, um, con- obviously controversies around Lance Armstrong and what he was able to do and what he did do when it came to, to cheating and, and you know cycling and the Tour de France. America really doesn't care about it nearly as much as a lot of Europe does. And so we, we might have been wrapped up in the idea of is he cheating or is he not, but we really weren't paying attention to the sport. So when someone drills down like that and they come up with a conspiracy theory – who the hell knows? I'll, I'll never forget watching some of these documentaries where they produce this piece to show you the routes that that whoever it was that would pick up bags from Lance Armstrong's trash area before the trash pickup in the middle of the night and would get these bags and drive them so far away and dispose of them somewhere else. And that was back when he was spinning blood and who the hell knows what else he was doing. Shooting, <clears throat> whatever, whatever. <laughs> How we got onto him, but he did. Uh, he got away with it for a long, long time. But apparently, everyone's doing it. Not that you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Let's get to a couple of other <laughs> yeah. ones. All right. So high ankle sprain uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett. Now he's a guy who did have to have surgery. And when we're talking about these types of situations, surgery is probably if you have that diagnosis and you want to be able to get back on the football field. Surgery is probably more likely than not when we're talking about high ankle sprain. And so he decides to go ahead and have it done. Yeah. Yeah, he has it done. And I think they're bringing him back four to six weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll see how he does. Um, the Steelers are kind of in playoff contention, are they? I think they're in the they're, wild card chase. Yeah, they're so bad. Uh, if you if you take a look at the overall uh, picture right now, they're so bad, yet there's not enough good football teams out there to – to basically pass by them. Let me just give you this real quick. Uh, nine and three are the Miami Dolphins. They're first in the AFC East, uh, first in the AFC North of the Baltimore Ravens. They're nine and three as well. Jacksonville obviously had a chance to be right there with them. They're not. And so right now they're sitting in the four seed tied with the Kansas City Chiefs with that eight and four record and the Chiefs on the tiebreaker against them. There are seven AFC playoff spots. Uh-huh. Right now the Steelers are sitting in that fifth position. So they are seven yeah. and five right now. <clears throat> Excuse me, seven and five. The Colts are seven and five. The Browns are seven and five. Yeah. So we're going to find out which of these teams. Obviously, there's going to be a little separation in the month of December. Let's just say Jacksonville gets well, wins today, they get to the nine-win mark. The Browns are now seven and six. The Steelers. We'll find out whether or not I think they're taking on the Patriots. They're going to win that game. Yeah. As sucky as the Patriots are, right? So they're going to probably go to eight and five. Jacksonville needs to win this game today. Yes. Uh, and, and, I mean, and, if we don't not, win today, we got to win out. Yeah, and, and it's not like uh, – it, it, you do not want to fall into a wild card situation. No. Okay? You do you not know, want the Colts or the Texans to pass you. In how the quickly we went from we can be number one in the AFC to um, we need to get into the playoffs. Yeah. It happens, bro. It happens really, really fast. And injuries are usually the, the culprit. But as we kind of looked ahead and we were talking about all these other injuries to quarterbacks – the Cleveland Browns have had four different starters under center this year. Deshaun Watson, Dorian Robinson-Thompson, P.J. Walker, 
Joey Flacco, uh, who comes out of retirement basically and comes back. So it's not easy. Are we worried about Beth, uh, Bethard's? Yeah, CJ Bethard's got a shoulder, and so uh, if if I, I think what Jacksonville's trying to do today is make sure that they minimize risk. We mentioned Walker Little being hurt. If Blake Hans is the starter, do you want to put Trevor in harm's way? But C.J. Beathard comes out with a shoulder injury and basically was limited a lot of the week as far as practice goes. Who the heck knows? Yeah. And this football team is limited. Was it, was it his non-throwing shoulder? Yeah, I believe so. I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're talking about any of these guys, you do not want to have your quarterback go out at less than 100%. And if he does, you don't want to have a suspect or subpar left tackle protecting him. Yeah. Well, the good thing is it's his um, non-throwing shoulder, which mm-hmm. is, is great. I um, mean, he heard it, I believe, on the first play when he fumbled it. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, you know... Hopefully, I, to be honest, I'm a little bit more worried that he doesn't have a game-winning drive mm-hmm. uh, than than his shoulder being hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we'll see how that goes. Um, but you know, do we have a now? Who's our backup quarterback? Oh, like, you'd have to go uh, deep onto the uh, practice roster, and uh, we call him the Canadian uh, Minshew, the Mountie Minshew, uh, Nathan Rourke. And another guy that that they would be looking at to see if he could come was on. Was he the guy? Was he the guy that played really great during preseason? In the, in the preseason, yeah. yeah. All right. And then they they released him, brought him back. Yeah. Uh, but C.J. Beathard, they also, if you go back in time, left hand kind of maybe left hand wrist injury uh, early, and then has the shoulder injury as well. So he, you know, he's a guy that's not in harm's way very often. He doesn't get hit yeah. a lot. Nobody gets hit a lot in practice if you're right. a quarterback, right? And so he's a guy who. Knows how to run this offense. He certainly is capable uh, to step in, but you do not want to be in a situation where he has to lead you to win after no. win after Your win. Your defense needs to have a couple turnovers. Yeah, um, you got to hit every field goal, which kind of sinks. We missed one last week, even though he, he, Madsen is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. By the way, Nathan Rourke played in the, in the CFL uh, for two seasons before signing with the Jaguars this year. Uh, has never played an NFL game. And and they brought him back after the, the roster cuts after the preseason. Anyway, when we were in training camp, I, I, I whatever the biggest television company in Canada is, whatever that is, they came down to do a story on him. He is like a legend, really, up in Canada legend. Was he really good up there? He was a record setter. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so we'll, we'll find out whether or not you know that guy has to be pressed into duty. But you can go down the line, and we have seen a ton of backups in the National Football League this year. Oh, a lot of quarterbacks. I want to say we're, in, we're right around nine rookies that have played the quarterback position in, in 2023 so far. I mean, so, you, ha- you have the injuries. For example, you have uh, um, Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow, Anthony mm-hmm. Richardson, Deshaun Cosby, Daniel Jones, um, and then... You know, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, but the ones I mentioned are just season-ending, right? Right. And then you have guys who aren't season-ending but had to come out for, for a little bit and come back. Uh, what's the answer? Well, maybe we make more rules where, you know, you, we, you don't touch the quarterback. Right. We already dog <laughs> We already dogged the NFL for in the – it's not appropriate to say it anymore, but they'd always say, yeah, put a skirt on him, yeah. you know, that type of stuff. And – and they basically put a ring around the quarterback that says you can't touch yeah. him. If you barely touch his helmet – you know. You're going to get a 15. I'm penalty. okay with you can't touch the quarterback if the, the quarterback can't run past the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right? exactly. If you can't run past the line of scrimmage, I, but I do also think that once the quarterback runs past the line of scrimmage, all protection should be gone. Yeah, like he should be like any other player. Yeah, and he can't slide. Nope. and all that stuff. I mean, that's it. That's not. That's not fair because you're telling every defensive guy to to destroy somebody, but not this one guy. Right. And you got to remember that when he crosses the line, you know, make sure you just two hand tag him. Yeah, and you run at a guy with everything you've got, right. high intensity action. And you're supposed to pull up right yeah. at the last second when he decides to go feet first instead of head first. Right. And then you come across him and you barely hit his Or helmet. what happens, you do the, the Mahomes thing where he's – so Mahomes fakes. Oh, yes, yes. He fakes going out of bounds cause, and then gets a couple more yards. Well, last week he was going out of bounds. He got hit, but he was still in bounds, and they threw a, a penalty. Yeah. But he was still completely in bounds. He was, yeah. and he got rocked, by the way. He got rocked uh, and, and in the end – Green Bay Packers got flagged for 15 yards, right. but you're right. He'll tiptoe right down to the last second. All right, we are down to the last second. We are out of here. We say thanks to all of you. you got the kickoff show coming up uh, with Mia and Hayes. Uh, they will take you all the way up until Jaguars programming uh, with the famous Quick Lube kickoff show presented by Gatorade Fast Switch and Clearwater Irrigation. Geo, if they miss some of our show, they can find it. Apple, Google, and Spotify and 1010XL website. Yeah, definitely check it out there. We are done. I'll talk to you tomorrow at noon on XL Primetime. If you need any sports injury intel, go to my man, Dr. George Bari, bariorthopedics.com with locations all over the city. Enjoy your Sunday. You've been listening to Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. on 1010XL.